On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no! She didn't kill him. Huh? In your true crime podcast. It was the pool guy. So obvious. Whatever motivates you works for us. It's all about letting your run be your run. And Brooks is here for every runner, doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you. It's your run. Brooks, run happy. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you to the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports betting perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith, Andrew McKinnis, and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Saturday, December 18th, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith with you, ready to break down a Saturday card that is a whole hell of a lot shorter than it was going to be initially. Uh, with the uh, postponements that are uh, taking place. We've got four postponed hockey games, which leaves just six games now uh, on this uh, NHL card. Of course, we talked a lot yesterday about the four games impacted Florida, Minnesota, which was going to be the only afternoon game. Uh, It's been postponed. And of course, Boston, Montreal, Tampa Bay, Colorado, Columbus, Calgary, also postponed for this Saturday slate. So again, we've got lots of issues with these teams. COVID protocol continues to wreak havoc. So we'll do our best as we break down each game to give you the most up-to-date information uh, as we move forward here. Uh, Let's start with the Ottawa Senators taking on the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, We've got Philly minus 125 home favorites, six and a half being the total uh, in this game. Uh, The Flyers uh, certainly have played some pretty solid hockey lately, although they did lose their last game in uh, in beyond regulation, a loss to the uh, Montreal Canadiens in their last game. We'll see if they can uh, bounce back here uh, against the, uh, uh, Ottawa Senators, who look, they've played some very good hockey, this Ottawa team, uh, as of late, six uh, or five and two, rather, in their last seven games. Uh, they did lose two to one uh, to Tampa Bay in their last game, but there's really no shame in that because it was kind of a revenge situation for the Lightning. They got shut out in Ottawa, and Tampa Bay certainly played a much better game uh, the next time out. Uh, it's worth noting here Carter Hart, not going to start here. He's got an illness uh, and won't be in this game. So it's Martin Jones time. Uh, for the Philadelphia Flyers tonight uh, in this game. The Senators, look, I like the way they've been playing. Uh, They're actually one of the teams that, for the most part, they've not been impacted by COVID-19 as much as some other teams. They had their issue weeks ago with their COVID-19 outbreak. So it means that right now they haven't been as affected uh, as some other teams. I like Ottawa here, and I understand why they've taken the money. Now, you could have gotten as high as plus 135, uh, plus 130, uh, earlier uh, now you're getting down to plus 110 uh, in this game I think a lot of the reaction is you know Ottawa playing good hockey better hockey uh, of, of late and also Martin Jones being in that I don't think the there's a lot of people rushing to lay a price with the Flyers whenever you see him uh, starting in goal so uh, I think Ottawa is the side here I'd go in that direction and I'd lean over but it is six and a half it's pretty high uh, but certainly don't want to bet an under with Martin Jones in net and pretty much the way Ottawa's scoring goals lately even with the Tampa Bay loss aside where they got shut down, 
I think their their offense should bounce back here today. So I like Ottawa. I think they can win this game. I'll take them as a road dog, lean over as well. Uh, Alex, Senators and Flyers. Yeah, I want to stay away from a side here, even though, like I said, getting a, a decent plus price with the Sens, and you can't back Barton Jones really in any capacity. So I understand why the, why the Ottawa's taking money. I'm going to go with the first period over, but I'm not laying $1.50 with that either. I'm going to be looking to do like I did last night with the Hawks and uh, Nashville game. Get that adjusted price. That was from one twenty five all the way down to plus 120 when i hit it so all i gotta do is wait a little bit and wait for that 150 if it drops down anywhere in the 135 range or better i'll grab that because you don't want to wait too long with these two teams they could give up a goal fairly early especially with uh philadelphia like you mentioned martin jones and that so first period over but i'll be looking for a live adjusted price yeah that's true i mean if you were really early uh earl sports bets and uh, mentioning it, yeah, you could have got plus one fifty five. I think uh, Bet Online, among others, are some of the first shops that post lines at Ottawa plus one fifty five. And this, if you got that price, that's terrific. Closing line value to the to the extreme. Uh, if you were able to get on Ottawa early, and uh, certainly I agree with that side here in this game. Toronto, Vancouver. We've got the uh, Leafs opening minus one forty five road favorites. And now we're looking at minus 110 to minus 120. Slight road favorites moving toward even money right now uh, in this game. Total five and a half. Of course, the Leafs, for the longest time, had uh, gotten, had stayed out of the uh, COVID-19 mess. They'd avoided it. Well, no longer. Uh, They are being affected by it in a big way now. Wayne Simmons, Jason Spezza, John Tavares, Alex Kerfoot. That's two-thirds of their second line, by the way, with Tavares and Kerfoot that are now out for tonight on in COVID protocol for the Leafs. So that's definitely concerning. Uh, they've also got a couple of injuries that you would concern yourself with. Of course, Marner's been out for a while. And it's a shame for Spezza, Alex, that he's been uh, in COVID protocol now. He just had his suspension re- uh, reduced to four games, which would have made him eligible to play tonight and return yeah. against the Canucks. Now he's in COVID protocol. <laughs> so he's not going to be playing all over again. So tough break there for the Leafs. You know what I'm doing in this game. I actually bet it uh, last night because I knew the line was going to move on Vancouver. I got plus 120 on the Canucks. Uh, it's it's Vancouver for me. You know, they haven't lost under Bruce Boudreaux. Now the Leafs are a little bit shorthanded, a little bit depleted tonight, especially up front in the forward group. Um, that's a concern for me. Uh, you know, they've had a weird week, Alex, where they played against Edmonton. They had the Calgary game canceled. They had practice canceled yesterday when the COVID issues. Like, I don't know if this is a team that's going to be in sync and in rhythm tonight. Uh, against a surging Vancouver Canucks squad at the moment. So this was pretty uh, clear-cut decision for me to take the Canucks. I've been riding them in every game since the coaching change, and I've said it all along. We'll keep betting Vancouver until they lose for the first time uh, under Bruce Boudreaux. So Canucks for me uh, in this game. Alex, Toronto, Vancouver. Yeah, so I think that makes sense. Like I said, I haven't been on the train, so I'm not jumping on it now, but uh, there's no reason to stop riding Vancouver, especially like you mentioned the issues and uh, and people that are out for Toronto. This seems like a, a classic spot where they can get caught up. Uh, even if they had guys healthy, this just seems like one of those weird games. Where, and we've seen this with Leafs games before on a, on a Saturday, uh, more specifically, where they just go in and play a team that they really should be able to beat. And the next thing you know, it's a 1-1 game. Then they're down 2-1, and they find a, they find a way to lose some of these games. That's what makes the, the difference between them and some of these other teams we've seen actually have success throughout the regular season and going into the postseason. These are the kind of games the, that Toronto needs to win, but usually for some reason they don't. So the uh, only thing I would look at here would be Vancouver as well. And Toronto's had a tough time in Vancouver, if you look back. Recent meetings last year, uh, the year before. I mean, Vancouver's won four straight here at home. 
<coughs> over the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. So this has been uh, a team that's played uh, the Leafs pretty well here on their uh, home ice. And the Leafs overall, if you go way back years ago, many years, the Leafs are 2-14 and 14 in their last 16 trips to Vancouver. So they have really struggled here. And now they've got the uh, multiple absences with their forward group. Like I said, with Tavares and Kerfoot, that's two of their three players on the second line. So that is definitely good. There's going to be some lineup juggling tonight for sure for uh, Sheldon Keith to try to deal with all of these uh, key absences for the Leafs. It's looking like tonight we're looking at Bunting, Matthews, and Kasha uh, as the top line. Engvall, Kampf, and Nylander looking like your second line. They've got Alex Steves up from the AHL, Brett Senny uh, as well uh, up for this team. They, thank goodness they got Ilya Mikheyev back recently, who has been out most of the year, but still tough situation for Toronto of an unbeaten Canucks team since the coaching change will roll one more time with Vancouver tonight in this game. Uh, LA and Carolina, Carolina minus 165 home favorites, five and a half, the total uh, shaded to the under uh, in this game. Carolina, a team that withstood their own COVID issues and still managed to beat Detroit uh, the other night. So give the uh, Hurricanes credit for that. When you look at the game tonight, uh, it's still uh, Jordan Stahl out, Steven Lorenz out, Ian Cole out, uh, Andrei Svechnikov out, uh, Sebastian Ajo uh, still out. So it uh, doesn't look like any of these guys are coming back here. I'm going to take the Kings again, you know, to be honest with you in this game. Uh, LA, you look at the way they've played on this trip so far, a really tough trip. This is a gauntlet playing Tampa Bay, Florida, and Carolina consecutively. They almost beat uh, Tampa Bay the other night. They lost in overtime. They actually led that game. Uh, they obviously beat up a depleted Florida team. And, you know, I think Carolina got by Detroit. I was shocked how poor defensively the Red Wings were in that game. They were very sloppy. I don't know if the Kings are going to be that same way. I mean, uh, they've been better a little bit defensively quick, uh, you know, has been solid. Peterson, you might see him. We'll have to um, wait and see who's going to be the uh, goaltender tonight for the uh, LA Kings. Uh, Jonathan Quick is projected but not confirmed. It will be Frederick Anderson again uh, for the Carolina Hurricanes uh, in net tonight. Uh, he'll be back between the pipes. Uh, you know, he gave up three goals in that game against Detroit, but they bailed him out uh, offensively in that game. And again, lost trying to fade this depleted Carolina team the other night, but I'm going to take my shot at this generous price to go against still a very short-handed team. They're going to have to show me they can win two games in a row, Alex, with this uh, patchwork shorthanded lineup. Uh, again, look, against an L.A. team that's played better lately, and they've had a good First couple games of this road trip. Beat up Florida, nearly beat Tampa. I think they're a live road underdog tonight. Give me L.A. plus 145 in this one. Uh, Alex, Kings, Hurricanes. Yeah, cash with L.A. in, in their last game, that 4-1 win against Florida. I would go right back to them here at, at a plus price. Like I said, we're still waiting to see how Carolina gets you know back into full form once they start getting guys in. That's going to be the issue with the with this COVID situation. You know, It's going to be a lot like we talked about with injuries you know, guys getting back in, getting acclimated to their regular lines back, you know, changing back power plays. Sometimes the offense can take a hit in that first or second game and then things kind of balance back out. So that's something like to keep an eye on, not just Carolina, but all these teams that are out or have had games that, you know, had delays, be it with their own issue or the opponent having an issue and having to miss games. So uh, make a circle of that. But I think L.A. Take, gets the win here. And uh, this is a good plus price. All right, there you go. We both uh, agree on L.A., and we both cashed in uh, with L.A. the other night against the uh, Florida Panthers. So uh, going, going back to the well here with this one uh, on the uh, L.A. Kings here against uh, Carolina. Still depleted, beat Detroit with these guys out, key guys out, but uh, we'll see if they can do it at, 
a second time here. Uh, Chicago and Dallas. Dallas minus 180, home favorites, five and a half the total. I'm taking Chicago here. I am. That was supposed to be a step-up night for Dallas last night, and I was not impressed. Not one bit after the coach was very upset with the way they played the first time they played St. Louis earlier this week at home. Supposed to be a step-up spot last night. I didn't see. It was a little bit better in terms of their effort. And look, Lindgren was pretty solid in net, but I thought it would be a lot more uh, of a stronger performance than that from Dallas. Back-to-back for both teams. They both lost last night. Chicago lost in overtime uh, against Nashville. Uh, Roman Yossi, it's ridiculous how well that guy's playing, by the way. You see the saucer pass he gave to Tanner Janot on that overtime goal last night. Just perfect pass. He's just playing so good. He's scoring goals, setting up guys. His defensive game's been rock solid. Uh, Absolutely been great. I just think this Dallas team, you know, we were starting to think maybe their season was being put back together during that great run they had, and it's falling apart and crumbling all over again uh, for them. The bad road trip. They come home against St. Louis, a depleted Blues team. They lose that game. Coach calls them out, and that's the response last night. I'm just taking Chicago just because this team is very vulnerable and very, very uh, dubious to be laying minus 180 at this point uh, with the uh, Dallas Stars uh, in this situation. Yes, Kevin Lankinen will be in net, and yes, he's not been great lately in net for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks, at least compared to Fleury. Uh, But boy, oh boy, I mean, to me, because Dallas good enough to capitalize. I mean, they're making Charlie Lindgren's of the world look solid uh, in between the pipes at the moment, Dallas. And again, when their top guys aren't going, that is a concern uh, for the Dallas Stars. And they've been quiet again these last few games when you're talking about Ben and Sagan. uh, And, um, you know, Robertson's been good. But other than that, you know, Pavelski had a good little run and he's cooled off again. Radulov's been silent. So they need some more of their top forwards to step up here uh, moving forward starting tonight. But with what I've seen from Dallas, I don't care what the situation for Chicago or, or who's in net for them tonight, even if it is Lankin, and which it will be. This is just a price. I'm comfortable win or lose fading Dallas laying this number tonight. Alex, what do you think here? Blackhawks stars. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. I grabbed them plus 170 this morning uh, with, with the Hawks. And, you know, that, the way they lost that game last night, I mean, I was happy to see it go into overtime. I had the regulation draw as my best bet. Last night, cash that with a three to one winner. So, it was great to see that, but it was just really kind of unnerving to see them uh, lose the way they did in OT. And like I said, the, the offense dried up from what we saw the the game prior, where you know they could not get anything rolling once again on the power play. I thought they finally made some changes to get over that hump. It wasn't the case here with with Nashville. Dallas has just been in in, in super sloppy form. I would have had a, a great night if it wasn't for uh, losing that Dallas game. Uh, and now that's like the back to back times where I tried to go. Uh, with Dallas against uh, St. Louis, and it didn't work out. But uh, even though they're playing at home where they've been, had a, a good run, they've been a much better home team than the road team. I still don't see them uh, getting the win here. I could see this being a 4-3 game for Chicago, so I would lean with the over. I, would, I wouldn't talk anybody out of, out of the draw either, honestly. You know, we, These two teams have been playing pretty tight uh, overall, especially against one another. We've seen a lot of one-goal games. Hawks have gone to OT in two straight, and in, I think four of the last six, they've had at least the games decided by one goal. So uh, those are leans, but my official play here is for the Hawks on the money line. All right, Alex liking the Hawks as well uh, in this one. Uh, with Braden Holtby starting last night for uh, Dallas, we should see Jake Ottinger tonight. That's the one concern. He's played really good, that young kid in net. But it's no good if you can't score. Uh, and that's going to be the issue for Dallas is the offense has uh, cooled off again these last few games. Again, there's just not enough impact from their top six forwards right now, uh, and that's going to be the concern 
for Dallas going into this uh, game tonight. And by the way, there's some uh, no in terms of uh, back to backs. Chicago two and two uh, on back to backs this year. Dallas one and two. Worth noting. You think how's Dallas do when they're off a loss? Like or well, they actually are off a win last night, or they are off a loss rather against St. Louis. Zero oh and two on the back-to-back when they're off a loss. So we haven't seen a response from the Dallas Stars back-to-back when they lose the uh, previous night. So uh, all the more incentive here for me uh, liking uh, Chicago here uh, tonight, getting the uh, big plus price here uh, as road underdogs in this one. All right, New Jersey and Detroit. We've got uh, the Red Wings here, minus 120 to minus 125. uh, Home favorites, six the total uh, in this game. I like the over a little bit in this game. Detroit, like I say, I was just shocked how bad they were defensively the other night. They've actually gone over the total six and one to the over the last seven games. This Detroit Red Wings team, uh, five, three loss to a depleted hurricane squad in their last game. Their only good defensive game lately was against a pedestrian Islander offense. They held them to a goal. That was it. And then before that, remember they gave up five to Nashville, six to St. Louis, seven to Colorado, so this team has definitely had some trouble uh, keeping the puck out of their own net, Detroit, uh, in the recent games. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see who's in net. Nadelkovic kind of struggled against his old team. I expected better from him, but the team in front of him didn't play well either. Could we see Thomas Grice? And New Jersey's trended over the total. Three straight overs. Uh, they uh, lost to Vegas 5-3 in their last game. They're having a tough time keeping the puck out of their own net. They've given up three to Nashville four to the Islanders, six to Philadelphia, five to Vegas uh, in their last four games. Uh, and Mackenzie Blackwood has definitely had his share of difficulties and struggles for the uh, New Jersey Devils. And now Blackwood's out with a neck injury uh, in the in, in near future. So uh, keep an eye on that. W- Red Wings and his, uh, look who's in the chat. Jimmy Murphy was with his uh, daughter today. That's why he's not on the show, but he wanted to jump in uh, and say uh, hello to everybody. Uh, Jimmy Murphy liking uh, Edmonton puck line tonight uh, against the uh, Seattle Kraken. We'll get to that here. Uh, Wings getting hit with uh, COVID. Uh, keep that in mind as well. That is definitely true. Uh, Robbie Fabry, uh, Michael Rasmussen, uh, among others on the uh, COVID list for them. Nadelkovic uh, also in COVID protocol. So you're definitely going to see probably Thomas Grice uh, in net for Detroit. John Gillies might have to be the goalie here for New Jersey tonight. They just got him in a tr- trade with the Blues. Um, because look, Bernier's on IR. Uh, it's going to have to be him tonight, I would think. John Gillies, who's got a 2.81 goals against, 9.23 save percentage in NHL action this year. They needed the depth. He's a journeyman goalie. He was with the Calgary Flames, you know, years ago. Uh, and when you look at his numbers with the uh, Flames back in 2017, they weren't they weren't terrible. But his save percentage that year was only 8.96, so it still wasn't the greatest of numbers. I, I think uh, that um, Detroit's going to be able to score some goals against him tonight uh, and because the offense has still been there a little bit for the Red Wings. Dylan Larkin to score a goal might be worth a look. He is keeping Detroit's offense afloat right now with the way he's played. So uh, I think Detroit can score. I certainly think New Jersey will. I lean to the Devils for sure, but I like the over even more in this game. Uh, over six, minus 120. Uh, Alex, Devils and Red Wings. I was just making that change in my goalie charts, moving, <laughs> moving Gillies from St. Louis to uh, down to, to New Jersey. But uh, this is a game where I feel like it's probably going to be one of those kind of tight contested games. Not so much that they're battling neck and neck, but it just kind of feels like it's going to be maybe more so going through the motions with Detroit. 
you mentioned missing a lot of guys on COVID. And New Jersey, they've just been kind of a, a bit erratic in their own end as well. And like I said, both teams now going with backup goalies. It's Grice. And it's funny, they actually had uh, a training device in, in the other end of the net for the practice for the Detroit Red Wings. I tweeted that out earlier. I said, still a better option than some of the goalies in the league like Aaron Dell. Uh, better off having some plastic in, the, in between the pipes. But uh, I don't know who the backup will be for Detroit. I have to make some call to Grand Rapids, of course. But uh, Grice going in there and with Gillies. I know the over six, I wouldn't be shocked to see it be 3-3, three, three, but there's a possibility that, you know, the, the offense could dry up a little bit with, with Detroit. So I like the draw here at plus 325. Uh, would not shock me one bit if these two teams trade goals off and we see someone get a winner after 60 minutes. All right, there we go. So maybe the draw in play as well. Uh, yeah, by the way, it'll be Calvin Pickard. Uh, backing up Thomas Grice tonight for the uh, Detroit Red Wings. And of course, he's gotten a few starts here and there for them the last couple of years. Uh, and you're right, for New Jersey with Blackwood out with the neck injury, and of course, uh, Jonathan Bernier still on IR, uh, there's no doubt that they will be uh, starting, in my opinion, the guy they just got because they needed it desperately from St. Louis. They needed a goaltending depth, and that's why they went out and got John Gillies. Uh, so I would expect John Gillies to be the guy tonight for the uh, New Jersey Devils uh, in net uh, for this game. So interesting game. Jack Hughes, by the way, keep an eye on him. I saw him get the uh, find the back of the net against Vegas the other night. He's gotten into the groove. Last seven games, five points, 16 shots uh, in the last uh, seven games combined for him. So he's shooting the puck a lot. You could go over shots on goal props, certainly for Jack Hughes tonight, and certainly sprinkle on him to score a goal as well. Uh, that's definitely something that would uh, interest me uh, in this game. Uh, as well so a couple props that i'm interested in larkin for the red wings uh, hughes for the new jersey devils and how about the call the other night i don't want to pat myself on the back too much but bovillier talked about him for the islanders the other night he was getting the chances he's finally back in the lineup only a matter of time before uh, he scores a goal and he did the other night and cashed against boston and cashed us a nice uh plus 350 on him to score that night so uh, again, uh, I appreciate uh, the kind words someone said. I think Cheshire Cat, you got a sixth sense about this. It is. It's kind of a gut feel. You look at numbers. Why the hell would you bet Beauvillier to score a goal? He was on a double-digit goal-scoring drought uh, going into that game. But it just made sense. The shots and goal numbers, the chances he was getting were going up. The game he returned, uh, and maybe that it was finally you're going to see him find the back of the net. And he did that the other night. Uh, for the uh, New York Islanders. All right, before we get to our last game, we'll mention DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL uh, and the NHL, uh, of course, uh, do a great job. Tons of great options, of course, from a betting standpoint, always uh, using a DraftKings. Uh, and a reminder that uh, in the NFL on Sunday, you can be a winner with just one single point scored, a great promotion to take advantage of. Uh, all new customers, you'd bet just $1 on any NFL team to score a point, and you can win $100 in free bets. If DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state, you can still play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN and bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code 
THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL and the NHL, must be 21 years of age or older, must reside in a DraftKings Sportsbook state, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the promo code THPN. Sign up for that account and take advantage uh, of the great promotion. All right, final game on this abbreviated Saturday card, uh, the Edmonton Oilers and the Seattle Kraken. Uh, Edmonton, uh, minus 110 to minus 115 road favorites. Uh, total uh, six pretty much across the board here uh, in this game. Uh, the Seattle Kraken, it's been kind of disappointing. Well, certainly when you compare year one of Vegas to year one of Seattle, uh, it's been disappointing for the Kraken. I mean, they sit here at 10 and 19 uh, on the season so far. And even in their brand new arena here, Climate Pledge Arena, uh, a losing record for them, six and nine here on home ice this year uh, for the Seattle Kraken. So they've had their struggles even winning at home lately. Uh, they've lost four of their last five. Uh, the only win against San Jose, uh, they lost at home in overtime to Columbus, got shut out by Winnipeg at home, lost 6-1 to Pittsburgh at home and then lost four to one to Anaheim uh, in their last uh, game that was in Anaheim. Now they return home. I like Edmonton here. I like the idea of backing a team that finally snapped their win losing streak like Edmonton did against Columbus five to two uh, the other night. And now that they finally, you know, got back on track, I think you could see it maybe go in the other direction for them. Now get on a little bit of a roll. Certainly the better of these two teams feels like a fairly cheap number to back them. And even our guy Skinner, you know, played well uh, for the uh, Edmonton Oilers in that win against the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets the other night. No uh, confirmation who's going to be in net for the Oilers tonight between Koskinen and Stewart, so or, or Skinner, I should say. So we'll wait and see on that. I'm waiting to see if um, Chris Rieger gets the nod for Seattle because I think the time now is to give him these starts. It's just not working right now with Grubauer. It's not all his fault, but he's not at the year he had in Colorado. They're not finding ways to win when he's in net right now. They lost the game with Anaheim. The only one game they won against San Jose was the night Drieger started for Seattle. So um, I'm, I'm interested to see if Dave Axtell actually goes forward because if it's hack, if it's some um, Drieger in net tonight, Alex, that's a sign that maybe they're ready to give this guy more of a shot to be the, the number one guy right now. Yeah. I think he deserves that shot because it's just not working out right now with Philip Grubauer, with the way he's struggling and fighting the puck uh, all season long for the Kraken. So, uh, Eileen Edmonton and o I think I like the side more than the total. I think the totals could be a little bit more hit or miss. Uh, Edmonton did have a good defensive game last time out. So I like Edmonton minus 115 with just a smaller uh, opinion on the over as well uh, in this game. Uh, Alex, Oilers, and Kraken. This game is mostly a pass for me. I would probably be looking at the over six, but like I said, it depends on the goaltenders. Uh, you know, I would like to see Grubauer and I would really like to see Skinner. Uh, if I'm getting the over six, because I uh, I would think that number actually probably moved to six and a half if those two become confirmed. So if you feel like one of those two guys might be getting the nod and you like the over, I say grab it now because you don't want to have it move a, a half a goal on you. As far as the side goes, yeah, Edmonton almost seems almost seems too good to be true to get them minus a dollar twenty against the Seattle team. So uh, I mean, it, it makes sense they should be able to get back on the the in the win column with a, a points here. Like you mentioned, they lost nine of 15 for uh, Seattle at home. So this definitely feels like a spot where we can see a lot of goals. I just, you know, kind of wonder, you know, if it is Seattle, if they do get Drieger, 
And maybe that helps them, uh, you know, get some spark and they can get some offense going because now they can don't have to worry about doing so much in their own back end. They're getting saves uh, from Drieger as opposed to Grubauer. That that makes a whole difference. So uh, the the pressure that is mounted on, uh, you know, Seattle kind of relies on their goaltending. So it's just a pass for me, but a lean to the over. All right, pass for now for Alex. Just leaning over the total here with Edmonton and Seattle. Keep in mind, you know, we could see Grubauer tonight. Not necessarily a show that. You know this that um, you know they they they're going to just keep giving them chances. But remember, Seattle does play tomorrow night again. It's a back to back for them. They're hosting Toronto uh, yeah. on Sunday night, so it could be one of those situations that Haxtell's already got it planned. Grubauer's getting one game, Drieger's getting the other. The question is going to be which one does each goalie get? You know, in, of these two back to back games. So keep an eye on that for sure. But I still like Edmonton here. Small road favorite price, and I think now that they snap the losing streak, it's not just be satisfied that we won a game against Columbus. Let's keep it going here. Try to win more. That's worth noting too. Last time uh, Edmonton was in this building and played Seattle uh, earlier this year, uh, they lost four three. So you know, I think they want to do better than that this time around. So I think they'll be focused here on this Seattle team for. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers tonight. And again, for the uh, Kraken, it's been disappointing in terms of their overall play and even the goal scoring has been a uh, hit or miss lately uh, for them. Uh, really, Eberle has been one of their bright lights offensively. And they miss Yanni Gord too. Yanni Gord not playing lately for the uh, Seattle Kraken. Not only is he an offensive force, but he's someone that throws the body around, really gets the emotion of the team lifted with a big hit. You know, he'll, he'll do that for you. And, and you don't have that spark, if you will, not having Yanni Gord on the ice right now for the uh, Kraken. All right, great stuff uh, with Alex on this Saturday card. Again, a shorter uh, Saturday slate because of the postponements, but still some interesting games uh, on the slate. We appreciate you guys joining us. Remember to hit the like button uh, if you're watching us live on YouTube. It definitely helps us out. Uh, so hit that like button if you're watching us uh, on YouTube. All right, it's time for best bets to uh, wrap up this uh, Saturday edition of the show. Uh, Alex, we'll start with you. What do you like for best bet? Well, we went the Hawks game yesterday, had that regulation draw, cash in at plus 300 with uh, Hawks and Nashville going to OT. So we're going to go right back with the Hawks, but this time we're looking for them to get the win uh, down in Big D. So they should take care of the Stars on the road, plus 170. That's my best bet for tonight. All right, big underdog here, Chicago. Plus 165 uh, against the Dallas Stars. Best bet uh, here for uh, Alex B. Smith on this Saturday slate. Uh, I lost my best bet with Pittsburgh team. I got Subban, believe it or not, yesterday. He played pretty well. One of the saves he made, incredible. Yeah, uh, Just kept the puck off the goal line, swept it away. Unbelievable stop. And that's the difference right there because uh, Pittsburgh scores three. They still win the game, but could have been a fourth right there, and that would have gotten the team total. So but give him credit. You know, he beat me. As simple yep. as that. Like one of the big reason why I took Pittsburgh team total over was Subban being a net who struggled when he faced Carolina in his last start for Buffalo, but he was pretty good last night. They were pelting him with shots and it was one of his better performances, but uh, give him credit for that. So uh, best bet tonight. We'll see if we can uh, bounce back with a winner tonight. I'm going to Vancouver here, uh, even at a price that's a little bit, not the best right now. You can plus down to plus one Oh five plus one ten uh, in a lot of spots with Vancouver here. You got the Leafs dealing with the COVID issues mounting for them. Vancouver still unbeaten under Bruce Boudreaux. And we're going to keep riding the Canucks here tonight. And I think it is best bet material just because we're talking about a shorthanded Leaf team, particularly in their top six forward group. Uh, So Vancouver here, plus 110 uh, against Toronto. Uh, That is going to be my best bet for this Saturday card. 
And that's this, this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everybody for joining us. We appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow with the Sunday edition. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Download the Ice Guys podcast whenever you can't watch the show live. For Alex P. Smith, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Saturday. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will talk to you again tomorrow on Sunday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.